0: Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio. Hotline. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the, uh, um, uh
1: um, Technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
0: So we'll say nothing, i tell you, yeah. nothing. Until <laughs> we get the nod from you. I'll
1: go. Can ah! I, I'll go. <laughs> can I talk now, John? <laughs> can I say something?
0: Al's got his hand up, Johnny. Can he talk now? Of course
1: again. Are you just going to play out of me the whole way through? I know. I know. Because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> What's your career <penny> for? <laughs>
2: Well, <coughs> hell, got it's been a busy day, th- isn't it? Four different options on engines. The
1: Aquila. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's just new.
0: You've seen that new McLaren bloody um, sports car thing they bought out? Yeah, that's pretty hot looking. That'll become a category, but it just won't be another McLaren though. Mm. You know, like the
2: other one was so ultimate. You know, like it was mm. such a special thing. This is just a, it's just a car. It's just a sports car. Yeah. 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 You know, the other one's still special. Mm. You know,
0: mm. and by the time when it came out, it was like fuck. Oh yeah, nobody, nobody had anything close to it now. No. But the way that they've designed mm. this new one is pretty awesome. The Why they, they've just got this bloody uh, carbon fiber tub mm. and everything bolts onto it mm. with extruded aluminium out there hanging out of it. Hmm. Crap! Crap! There you go. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about that anyway. Oh, good. I think it's a lot sort of, of our bollocks personally, but there you go. Little punch in job. I've actually written a note about that.
1: Oh, what have you lost? The whole the whole text sheet.
2: When people download this stuff, do they is do
0: you guys get any income from it or? No. Nah. Nothing. Nothing. That's fucked, <sighs> isn't it? It is, isn't it? There you go. That's what happens. We just do it for love, Al. Mm. Do you think if you, if there was a small charge on it, people would stop doing it? Is it a bit like Facebook kind of thing? Like I don't know. It's, it's, hard, on, it's, it's hard to say because we, you know, like we we haven't done one now for since Bathurst, really, because we had a fuck up with the equipment about two weeks ago, okay. so we didn't do one. And then Johnny gets an email from some bloke going, "Hey, what's happened? You know, have you have you disappeared?" Mm. So. I guess people like that would pay. But yeah. Well, this is our fourth year now.
1: Really? Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm real. Is this our fourth year or fifth year? Actually, um, we. Because it's Bathurst weekend, oh, was this the anniversary. Really?
1: No, this is, we're now in, we're, We've been doing it for four years.
0: So this is our fifth year now.
1: I find out when the first day
0: it was the eighth of October. Yeah. So you're going into So that was fifth, the Bathurst first yeah. weekend. Was four years.
2: So it's always motorsport and always stuff with Apple, is it? No, it's just
1: technology. No, it's just tech. But you know, we and, and barbecues. We yeah. And barbecues. Or or cooking, something interesting cooking. Right.
0: So chips, things like chips you don't like. That's it. Plenty of chips you don't like. Quite on set. Like cheese and onions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something? Do you want a nipple twist? <laughs> he was.
0: Is that working? <laughs> oh that hurts. <laughs> it's like Indy years ago. <laughs> and he had like he looked like he'd
2: been at a paintball match or something. He just had like black marks everywhere. <laughs> like ten nipples. <laughs> Five, <laughs> oh, four. Did he ever tell you about the time when I? Wow! Wow! Did you
1: ever tell <laughs> it's you about that's a G-rated t- show
2: when I had him with the uh, with the fire extinguisher? No, he never told
1: me. About. Oh, well, you can tell the viewers later, later
0: on. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, so yes, it was a goodie. Four, three, two, one. G'day viewers and welcome to Radio Hotline episode 132, a little belated, (laughs) no, we have had a couple of technical problems JP, but uh, thanks for putting up with us and those who didn't send an email in, or, or, or half a person, or one person, or two. Our one or listener, or viewer, who sent an email. We're sorry, we've had some technical troubles, but uh, anyway, welcome to episode 132 of Radio Light Lab. That light-hearted podcast that takes a look at motor racing, local and techno- local and internationally, cool emerging technology, gadgets, and barbecues, or strange food experiences. And tonight is joining me regularly, my co-host, PJ. Hi, <laughs> Johnny. How the hell are you? And what are you drinking? I'm very good, thanks. Um, and before I uh, I go in to have a uh, a discussion about what I'm having a drink and what you're drinking, we must introduce here. Special guest for this evening, very special guest, well, viewers. I, I don't know. there's a little bit the very. Beginning. Is
2: that the sausage talk? There yeah, that's,
1: that's Rusty Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Alan Simonson, welcome. Alan, thank you very much, boys. Always a pleasure to be on the show. Always a pleasure. That's what they say on Iron Chef. Yeah, I know. Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or if you are at Bathurst listening to an English commentator, Alan Simmonson. Yeah,
0: that's right. Always. Oh, I mean,
1: what is the right name? I don't know. I'll just,
2: um, Alan works. <laughs>
1: oh, we we sigh a bit. We, we, <laughs> mate, uh, good to see you back down here in the yeah, country. Yeah, to be here. And, and, um, mate, what are you having a what are you having a glass of? Um, some cheap wine that you're serving. I'm not really sure what it is, but
0: <laughs> it's actually not bad. It's actually not bad. <laughs> well, JP well, did Well, I buy. got it on the way here, so, you know. <laughs> see, you, you know Johnny doesn't buy rock? his own wine, don't you? <laughs> anyway, so bring a bottle of it's red, a, would you?
2: It's a sure and it's good. It's pretty good.
1: It isn't bad, is it? No, well, it's What are pretty you about? Uh, cheers. Cheers, yeah, cheers, boys. Cheers. All the breast. Good to be back. Mm, yeah, good to have good, you here. Good to have you on the show and it's a lovely afternoon here in the World Headquarters, not far from the end of Brabham Strait. And uh, you're down here for Classic Adelaide, but well, we'll talk about that in a little while. We don't want to bore the people off so early. They, you know, it's like a good show. They make the interesting bits later on so they <laughs> hang around and we'll give you a little <laughs> And then we tell them
0: nothing at the end. JP, what are you having, mate? I'm on the uh, obligatory
1: Cooper's light, Johnny, because I got to drive later on. Yeah, have you had a bit of a lunch as well? I did.
0: I had sort a very pleasant lunch down uh, at
1: the bath. celebrating the exit strategy of someone who uh, yeah you previously loved. <laughs> well, in a previous life. Yes, viewers, it's been a while since the uh, the trip home with folks in the in the the HSV Commodore from Bathurst. And yeah, we had a couple of technical problems, but we're back, so let's get into it. And I think what we really need to say, probably first off, because it is a little bit old, but anyway, nonetheless, congratulations, we're due to Jensen Button for winning the World Championship. Absolutely. Um, And to to LeBron for taking out the Constructors' Championship uh, as well.
0: I think they did a great job. Um, I'm sure that Honda will be absolutely spewing quietly in the background that... uh, they, you know, they sold the team and <laughs> and it's done so well.
1: Well, you know, I don't think they're going to come out and say that. And they've no, been extremely they'll, they'll complimentary. Yeah, what do you have. think of the season, Alan? Oh, because I, I, JP and I have thought it's a pretty exciting one. It's, cool. right, it's been
2: fantastic. And uh, I mean, Jensen Budden and I, um, you know, I used to ra- race karts against Jensen and I've known him since we were 11 years old. Um, and he's always been a great driver. He was a great driver in. Uh, in um, in karting as well um so he uh, really really deserved to win the title i think um you know the way he started his year with with not knowing if he had uh, if he had a drive or not um and then to go on to win the uh, the title that's the you know you know it must be like winning the lottery for him um i think um um, you know, he's he's bagging it big time again. Uh, it could have been that his year has ended last year. So, uh, no, he really deserves it. I think it's good for the sport that he uh, that he wins. It's good for the sport that Braun wins. Um, it's good for the sport that Lewis got his ass kicked. But, uh, <laughs> you, mix you know? it all up. <laughs> no, really, really happy for them. And I think the year's been fantastic. I think next year is, uh, again, going to be a very interesting year. See which cars actually end up in the grid. We already know
1: now Toyota is out. Um, well that's news which has just come yeah, through this morning today, yeah. um, after posting like an 8 billion dollar loss, suppose that was just a touch of a surprise there mm-hmm. in some respect because uh, you know in a few weeks ago within yeah, the last couple say, of weeks yeah. they'd actually made an offer to Kimi Raikkonen and now perhaps the offer wasn't good enough but they, they appeared to publicly make an offer.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think uh, you know I think the offer they made to Kimi was never serious enough. I, re- I think any people that made uh, an offer to Kimi or were talking to him took into consideration the fact that he's actually getting a full year salary from Ferrari, even though he's not driving for them. Um, but. You know, Kimi is Kimi and I think uh, the way he thinks is, uh, you know, he's not going to be bought off cheaply and, and he, I think he's pretty happy to, uh, to to call it the day if he doesn't get a proper good drive or uh, if he has to take a secondary drive, he wants to earn big, big bucks for it and I don't think the Toyota Alpha was ever in, in that league um, and, uh, you know, f- it's very hard to say the way they think, but I don't think it was ever on the cards for Kimi to uh, to drive there. I think he um, he's achieved what he wants to achieve, and uh, I think he um, he only wants to sit in the car where he can win. Otherwise, he loses his uh, uh, his motivation, uh, and I think the only car. That we will probably see him in next year if he continues will be McLaren if it happens. Um,
1: yeah, that appears to be what cool. he said this week. But yeah. you know, but it's just it's a bit odd that. Do you think that there was never an intention of Toyota to uh, continuing? Um, <coughs> or you know, because that's really sort of all. Was it all dependent on Kimi?
0: No, uh, I don't I think no, so.
1: No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think
2: maybe they've. They, it's a bit like flicking through the. Uh, uh, the trading post I guess you see a bike that cost $10,000 and you think oh, mate, I'll send him an email offer him four and see if he wants to sell it you know, <laughs> I reckon it's a bit like that what's been going on and um, it,
1: it, I don't think it was ever going to happen to be honest with you. The uh, stand drive for Timo Glock um, Kaibashi, he didn't do too bad a job considering like in, in, as a frame of reference compared to the rest of them couple of weeks ago, he's also, you know, after Abu Dhabi, well, it was last weekend, which was yeah. obviously a great race, he said, jeez, I was worried I was going to go back to my um, my father's sushi restaurant. <laughs> well, it looks like he is. Well, it looks does like now. he is, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I
2: don't know. I mean, uh, coming into Formula One as a new driver and, 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 and doing a good job, I, get, I think, I think it, it just backs up the thing that we've always known, that um, if you are if you are a good driver you can drive these cars straight away you know um and um when 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 i saw him race at uh, in brazil um the way he was defending himself and overtaking people i think was very, very aggressive, and I think he was very lucky that a lot of people gave him room and 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 so on. Because otherwise, he, th- I thought, I think he could have been another Tim Um And uh, <laughs> Tim
1: McCarthy, yeah. you haven't seen the film *Tora, Tora, Tora*? No. <laughs> well, you only see it once from the pilot seat, so right? Of course, that's have seen <laughs>
2: So, um, yeah, I think he did a good job, but I don't, I don't think he's as good at Timo or or, or you know, truly, That's for sure. But uh, look, I don't know, maybe maybe they thought that they could get away with offering Kimi 20% of what he got at Ferrari and then for sure if they'd taken uh, yeah. the jab they would have had him for free or something like that and then they would have said, oh well we don't really have much money going out on, on, on the driver side I don't know if that's what they've what their intention was or, or what it was but. Uh, bottom line is they're out.
1: It's you know. also hard to really try to work out what happened there with Timo, like with uh, him hurting himself like three races ago and you're sort of like, I'm coming back, but then I'm not coming back and I'm coming back and I'm not coming back, so it does sound a little bit, you know, a little bit political there that he wasn't let back in the car.
0: I think the whole thing's political, I mean the, the way that Toyota have, have sort of gone about this whole deal suggests that they thought, or at least the racing guys thought that they were back in and they would have budget for next year and the budget was severely limited and that sort of reflects back on what Al said in terms of if they could get a driver for the right money then they'd be back in it but uh, if they couldn't get the driver they wanted, um, therefore they didn't have the budget to uh, do what they wanted to do, it's cut your losses and run time and I reckon that's just what they've done no, it's all too hard, we're not going to do it but from a from
2: a, from my own point of view, as a, as a sports car driver, I reckon it's great, you know, because what will happen now is that they will. Uh, do a bit like what BMW is, is is doing at the moment. They'll they'll divert some of that money they they used to be spending in Formula One into the uh, GT and sports car scene. So this will be good for for sports cars. Do you think the new Lexus Beast will become a uh, a contender in sports cars? Oh, look, I don't know. I think maybe it's it's too 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 early to to guess what what will happen. But you know, I I think that uh, Toyota is such a big manufacturer, and if they're not in Formula One and if they're not in rallying, I reckon we'll probably see. Them on the Le Mans grid in, in the not too far future, which is great. And there's been some some rumours about that that they may come back with a prototype in in 2011. Yeah, there's been there's been um, there's been rumours about that, but look, there's lots of rumours and uh, but now you know they're out and and uh, maybe um, you know watching the uh, race of champions last night, you know the uh, the guys over there was uh, suggesting that maybe Renault will uh, will will not be too far behind them. And uh, see, this as a bit of an opportunity to uh,
1: to get out of uh, out of it as well. Well, that's uh, it's obviously there's some contracts in place with uh, with Kubica going to to drive for Renault and join uh, Alonso there, um, and uh, and in fact actually already putting his hand up to drive one of the Clio R threes and one of the Cote d'Azur rallies coming up. Um, in fact, he seems like like Emmy Raikkonen, and he's got an interest in in rallying, having bought his own Skoda Fabia EWR. Yeah. WRC. But look, I
2: don't think I don't think um, a, 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 a huge team like uh, any teams are in Formula One will will uh, will care about the fact that maybe if there's a pl- uh, a, a contract in place with one driver, you oh, know, for sure. I think that if if they see it's time to, to get out, they'll get out regardless of what they have, um, you know, because even if they'll have to to, to pay to pay Kubica the uh, the salary of the year you know, it's still uh, very, very small. Compared uh,
0: to what they would spend if they were still in. Exactly, exactly. So, um,
2: you know, I think a lot of of things will happen in the not not too near future and it'll be interesting with all the new teams coming in.
1: Oh, Undoubtedly, Alan, but it's, you know, I'm just thinking about it from the driver's point of view, from a mental level, you know, like you've been through the highs and lows of things suddenly happening and then not happening. it must be very difficult times and you, suddenly you've got a, a pool of talent you know, well, where do they go? It's it's a whole change and but, difficult for people to manage. Yeah, but no one cares about that in motorsport.
2: You know, it's, Maybe so. It's, it's, it's been like that ever since you grow up. You think you've got the seat, you don't think you've got the seat and this will always happen as long as you rely on other people, which you do, because it's not like tennis or something like that where, or, where you just need your talent. Here you need the equipment and um, you know, if, if, they, if, if they think they have a contract and then the next day they don't, well, you know, that's it. And I mean, the best person to ask about that would be Jensen Button, because the fact was, a month before the Melbourne Grand Prix, he didn't think he was going to be driving this year. Mm. And now, not even a year after, he's the world champion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good turnaround, isn't it?
2: <laughs> so, there's highs and lows in motorsport. And everyone that's been involved in motorsport, they know exactly what it's like. And the good ones and the ones that survives are the ones who is uh, psych has to got the psychology to to actually overcome this because there's such big disappointments in motorsport that and and everyone that's been involved with it have has experienced it at 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 one or
1: or two occasions at least uh, throughout the career certainly i mean like you can you can deal with disappointments you know From race to race, certainly like the worst. Obviously, like you know, uh, either having a DNF from the lead um, uh, towards the end of a race would probably be the hardest thing to to deal with. But having a whole season, sort of go, oh my god, like you know, what am I going to do? Yeah, and I've got to drive lined up for next next year, and 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 these guys are looking like. And Al, I mean, this is the exact every year. Uh, we go through the, the the same thing, you know, we seem to put our heads together to go ok, what's what's the best plan of action for the following year and it, it, it's, it's consistently frustrating yet we always seem to manage to get there. Exactly, but the thing is we have no other option. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and know? you've got to be fluid and keep changing your mind or Absolutely. changing your direction
0: all the way through. And you
2: have to keep trying. Uh, and people always ask, oh, how do you get away with doing this? And what do you reckon on that? And stuff like that. Well, the thing the key is just keep trying. Keep trying, keep trying. Because there will be lots of losses all the way throughout your career. And um, there will be lots of... Times when you think you've got a, a drive uh, lots of times where people tell you I've had contracts before um, that I've had lawyers looking at you know um, and at the end of the day teams have just pulled out and you stand there and go well what are you gonna do are you gonna sue us <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's like well motorsport business is, is is so short and you look what's happening to PK now you know you know he's a fi- he's a finished man he's completely yep. done in motorsport everyone even though he's gone to America now and is testing a, f- a few NASCARs and stuff people are still laughing at him the it's brand still, association is bad everything yeah. everything to do about him is, is bad and the thing and, and that's that's what I'm coming back to is the fact that if somebody do burn you or if something does happen you have to accept it and move on if you if you make a big deal out of it which is what pk did and you know you can you can say it's right you can say it's wrong i mean i've got my own opinion on it, and i think it's great for him to have actually stood up and said, look these guys really did me over and you know everyone's got to know about it and i think it's great that he's actually done that but on the other hand if it was in my own situation i would have probably thought about the outcome of it you know, so it's a bit—it's mm. very, very tricky, and that—and that—that comes back to the to the thing. If you have a contract and somebody pulls out of it, you know, you got to really seriously uh, think about what you're going to do because you know you will probably get another job if you just go about it a good way. It probably might not be as good, but you'll probably move on. But if you start—if you start upsetting um, upsetting people, upsetting yeah. people bad mouthing them, then you'll really, really hit trouble.
0: Mm.
1: Well, uh, also on the exits, but wasn't quite as much of a shock. Bridgestone appears that, that they've finished as well. What, yep. So where, what does that mean for the teams um, in terms of the tyre supplies coming in, Alan, and, and how, um, I suppose, everyone's the same, same even playing field. Uh, everyone has to you know, start again to learn the tyre yeah, I mean, it's
2: uh, it's very new, um, you know, I haven't really thought about what, 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 what's going to happen and I don't know if they're going to um, put an attend out for a solo uh, tire supplier or if it's going to be open tires and, and things like that, you know. Um,
1: I think Perhaps it, that's interesting with the with the fuel stops going away. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. It yeah. seems
2: like these things is just going around in circles. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not many years <laughs> Go ago. Go a few years, yeah, where they didn't have fuel stops, then they thought oh, fuel stops yeah. would be a good od- good idea again. And you know, it, it doesn't really change all that much. And you, you know, had people, Bridgestone in good well, good year year and good and then suddenly you the You've had good on its own for years, exactly, exactly, and then. And then mm. they then Michelin and Bridgestone was competing against yep. each other one time, Bridgestones were good, then Michelin's were better. Um yeah, I mean it's I think it's just it's just going around in a circle. But you know, changing the rules obviously mixed the sport up, which is what we saw this year with Braun read the rules differently and had a diff- good working diffuser yeah. um, so you know changes are good for the sport um, but obviously if all the manufacturers are backing out of it and you end up with only uh, private tiered and uh, teams then uh, they don't have these massive budgets anymore which will then change things a little bit.
1: You've got a friend there. I do, <laughs> flying my wine. Oh dear. <laughs> But uh, just to, to finish up on, 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 almost to finish up on F1, but we'll come back to something a little bit more about the history of Toyota a little bit later. But uh, it's good to see that, that Philip uh, Philippe Massa is has returned and looking healthy and everything like that. Um, and ready for the new year. Um, I would have thought that. And then all of a sudden, there's the front page of Autosport and he goes, he's got a back problem. <laughs> Massa's back. What's the problem with his back? <laughs> I mean, he's been having too much of a good time somewhere on the Adriatic. I <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I mean, if it's massive see what massive happens back. there. Uh... Oh, now, Alan, I must, uh, I must congratulate you at, at a number of levels. Mm. But uh, we'll get to the. Well, more recent ones, uh, but um, perhaps uh, the viewers might like to know a little bit more about what was called the Sunoco Challenge during the year. Uh, uh, basically many championships, championships or drivers from a, a, a disparate amount of championships which the, the the prize was a drive at the Rolex 24-hour of which you've come third um, from uh, Daniel Ricciardo, Ricciardo, sorry uh, how do you say his name? Ricciardo it's like that gearbox. Yeah. He's actually a really nice guy. I, uh, I met his father for
2: the first time at, uh, at Brands Hatch. Um, he's a very good guy and, and, and the Rolex Challenge thing is set up by Sunoco, as you say. Um, it's basically all the teams in um, all the championships in Europe in which Sunoco supplies fuel to. Uh, which is the uh, the radicals, the uh, the speed challenge, the British GT, and the uh, the F3. So you end up with a pool of sort of 300 drivers plus, uh, where you can accumulate points in uh, putting fastest lap times, race wins, and uh, and pole positions, and so on, and. Um, Ed, it, it's it's a very good uh, it's a very good uh, thing that, that, that Sunoco has done because it will take people into prototypes that hasn't done it before if if they can manage to win
1: this uh, this uh, this driver challenge what I see is a bit a bit unusual about this is that there there are a couple of uh, the, the there are a few professional drivers in there which sort of Alan, it, you know it sort of looked like whilst on on the surface the professionals would have been able to come out on top, but but such as their you know the, the, the schedule of the races that they would obviously have to you know drive other events, and in and in your case, obviously the Le Mans 24-hour, a non-Sunoco fuelled event, had to take priority over British GT. And had you done that, had you raced British GT, you would have come out on top.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's nice to know that I could have won the Senok Had I had I competed at the, at the one round in the British GT, which I had to miss. But at the end of the day, it's the first year for the championship, and um, as any new things, um, the, um, the 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 rules probably need to change just slightly if, if they if they are to do this again. And, and uh, you know I've made them aware that I think uh, to have a collision with the with the 24 hours of Le Mans which is everyone's dream to do is just basically not on and, and they all totally agree on that and, and at the end of the day it's it was just a mistake um, that they they had around at the same weekend um, and uh, no but it is it, it a, a good thing uh, it's good for 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 people to do it um, the only slight problem they have is the um, the championships in which uh, Drivers are not very strong, and, and where it's very easy to win and, and do uh, fastest lap and pole positions, um, they have to be very careful with the point system. So, because at the end of the day, you do have to represent uh, everyone um, at a leading Daytona 24 hour team, so you don't want to end up going over there with someone who has who, won a, a trophy hunt championship, if you like. Um, so uh, you know, British GT and 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 uh, British F3 is obviously the two strongest championship, and and I think there should be a little bit more points uh, accumulated in those two championships, and then the Radical Cup and the, and the speed uh, speed challenge should maybe be able to to get a little bit less. But look, it's it's in any case it, it's good that 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 uh, Anders his name is has has taken the, uh, um, take, taken up upon to to do a championship like that. And uh, yeah, it was nice for me to finish third. You know, obviously um, it would have been nice to win it, but uh, you know, I'm I'm going to try and be at Daytona anyway. So uh, it's not a big big uh, big loss. I was
1: there last year and and really enjoyed it. So uh, we'll see. The uh, the Radical UK Cup's interesting, and and we're seeing the Radical brand expanding like uh, around the world. It's also starting to happen down here. These I don't know if you call them kit cars. They wouldn't be kit cars, but they mm. they're certainly they're they're. They're sort of like mini prototypes, but motorbike engines. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Well, they're not all like that because, uh, in fact, you, you're quite with, uh, a fay with a really excellent Danish brand, Aquila, um, which now um, are providing, um, you know, four engine packages. Uh, this weekend, the um, lead drivers are actually giving it a go in the in the Brit Car Championship. So, uh, like, where, where do you see that? You know, Aquila and and Radical and these. These well, I mean, I first got
2: to know about Radical back in 2000. Um, I was uh, I was working as an instructor at the same time as I did the Formula categories on on a big school in England called Palmer Sport, and I got approached by a Jonathan Palmer, Jonathan Palmer's own operation, and I got approached by a, a, a club called P1 at the time, and uh, asked if I could do some some work for them. and And this this club was owned uh, owned in England by Damon Hill, and. Um, I accepted the offer and, and went to the first uh, to the first day of uh, of doing the work with Damon and uh, the cars that we had to take people around in was the radicals, and I can't remember, but I, I seem to remember that we had over 200 plus guests that Damon and I and one other instructor had to uh, go through f- for the day, and I was thinking, hmm, new cars, uh, lots of guests, uh, you know, I didn't think we were going to go through a quarter of them, but you know these cars were built so great that not one of the three cars broke down on the whole day they were an absolute dream to drive fantastic and best of all the price was very low compared to what you got Uh, so since that day I'd always been a fan of them and in Europe um, and in America for that sake the radicals are very very strong brand brand and they've even made an LMP2 car Um, so a lot of other companies um, has tried to, I wouldn't say copy them, but follow in their footsteps of making like a mini prototype with a, with a great uh, great engine and great handling uh, to an affordable price, and, and including in that is Acrylia. But well, I think what has done, the Danish brand, is they've actually made a car which looks extremely sexy. Uh, I mean, for those who, who don't know what it looks like, it, it, it can closely, um, the closest I think it comes to is, is what the Bendy looked like when it won Le Mans in 2003. Um, and where the radicals run motorbike engines, the the Aquila actually have uh, a choice of a Chevy or a BMW engine. So very powerful engines in the back of a very sexy-looking car. So you oh, know,
1: to be fair to the radicals, they, they do have a, a high-end product. I guess they have they? a high-end. It end. does have a, a, a V8, the Judd engine. Or absolutely, something like absolutely. But, but they are the minority. The, you know,
2: the the Radical brand is is the leading brand on the market. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but they have a certain look to them. What do well, you call
1: them? Customer prototypes?
2: Nah. You know they got lots of different names for them. You know, as we were talking about just before with the Speed Challenge Championship. Well, that is a championship for those sort of cars. You know, you got lichés and and all sorts in in England as well, uh, competing in them. So uh, lots of different lots of different brands. But really, it's 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 just a great handling car for for an affordable price. And uh, oh, for sure there is uh, there's a huge market for it, and uh, it's it's always good to see different things coming up.
1: Well, you've uh, we have spent uh, some time um, with the owner of the the new owner of the, the company, uh, Lars Nielsen Nilsson. In fact, you raced together at Le Mans to a podium at your first attempt, and uh, and and it's managed by uh, Dan Seinson, who you actually had done Formula Ford stuff years and years ago, who's recently, well, the year before, took over. Jan Magnusson's son, Kevin, who's recently topped the times in testing at World Series by Renault. So it's sort of, there's a lot of heritage there. A lot of heritage. I mean, I've known the,
2: the, uh, the builders of, of, of this brand uh, for a long time. I mean, um, I started uh, Formula Cars uh, in 99, and um, I was leading the, the Scandinavian championship at the time, and uh, my engine blew in qualify. And the team I drove for didn't have a spare engine, and uh, the opposition team, which was the uh, the technical people behind, behind Acura, even before they started doing the, the sports car, o- uh, offered to lend lend my team an engine, even though they were the opposition. Um, so. Uh, you know, to, 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 to do that and then for me to then go out and win the championship with the, with their engine, it it just tells a lot about the people behind it, you know, that that they're not in this for the money, they're in it because they, 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 they do it for the love of the sport. So I'm very pleased for them to to, uh, to to see them build such a fantastic car and I wish them the best of luck in, in succeeding with it.
1: Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm excited for the guys this weekend because they certainly did a good job at Spa. Um, uh, speaking of Scandinavia, Alan, you, you've got a bit of time coming up um, to relax, but uh, you're not going to be doing that. You, you're looking like you're going to do a bit of drifting in the Scandinavian Championship. What's going on?
2: Oh, look, I just... You know, motorsport is, as we talked about before, it's highs and lows all the time. You know, one 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 weekend you, you've you got everything going for you. The next weekend uh, things are going downhill, you know. Uh, end of last year, uh, I was extremely happy with my time at GigaWave Motorsport, and, and I had a long... Uh, long contract with them and wanted to to really uh, go for it and suddenly you know I found myself not having a contract as they changed their brand and and uh, things like that this is very frustrating and it, it does happen uh, very often that that you think you're going somewhere and then suddenly you're not basically because you're in other people's hand and I, I've, I've uh, always looked to drifting with uh, with a bit of a, a keen eye and and uh, I um, have decided that uh, I want to make my own little team uh with the drifting and it's it's going to take very low low priority in what I'm doing but it's basically uh, a way to start doing something else in case other things should go the way I don't want to. always like to... another bloody free website I've got to
1: build. Yeah, it, it, does, does, it like does sound like those that. Those are the worst I'm hearing yeah,
2: actually yeah, that.
0: Yeah. So you got the car sorted? What are you going to do?
2: We found the car. Um, we were just in the middle of trying to secure the finances and things like that. Basically, we're going to use a Nissan uh, uh, Silvia S15. Yep. Um, they, sense, the it? people, the people that I've spoken to, and, and everyone involved in, they say that that is the best balanced car that you can buy, uh, and there's so many parts available for yep. them. Um, you know, there's lots of interesting projects. You know, in the early stages, I thought it would have been quite funny to. To, to bring a ute to the Scandinavian Championship because <laughs> yeah. no one would have seen it there and uh, <laughs> yeah. and you know you know I remember when I first came here and I saw the ute so I like what's a ute I didn't even know what a ute was to me it was like a truck or a workman's car well, you smashed like that. it first day yeah. out oh yeah but that's that came later <laughs> wasn't <it> your fault <laughs> that wasn't my fault that was that big guy up from Young what's his name
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no let's not go there huh? I think it's uh, Ian
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys you should be alright yeah you alright <laughs> yeah hey, I'll, I'll give you some peanuts wories yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Uh.
2: so uh yeah no I just uh it's just it's just some thoughts that we've had and, and now my involvement with Hancock tires um you know, I'm I'm in the running as, as becoming a factory driver for them for next year, and and uh, we'll know in a very short time uh, if that's going to happen or not. And 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 obviously drifting, uh, the the main.
1: That's part of their pedigree. Hancock's been in in in, yeah, been, in, 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 Asia, in Asia, haven't yeah, they? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, they've even developed uh, drift tires. That's orange, you know, to make mm. orange lines, you
0: know, or, an orange smoke right? and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and they do red smoke and, and blue BMW smoke. BMW yep. Ad, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now, so what you need to do tomorrow, Al, is if you've got nothing better to do, is take a walk up the road here <laughs> got nothing and better. hop across to McGill Road and go to Japanese Motorsport where we were brains. John and I was out actually, uh, bike on the mountain
2: bikes today to yep. uh, to uh, to have a bit of a look around the lovely town, and uh, I did ask John to take me past that place, and he didn't, because <laughs> <laughs> I said there's another.
0: It's not day, far away. <laughs> No, I did it say couldn't find it's, it's just off it. Nogil, right? just up from the Maiden Mud Pike. He actually didn't know where it was.
1: Yeah. I did say that
0: it, it's moved, right. it's moved it's from it's just in just town because right. it was on Morford, and now it's moved up here. Well, before that, it was right out in, um, uh, out north in uh, Kiki Rosberg Land. And you know where they've got all those <laughs> names? <laughs> <laughs> well they've got all those names <laughs> made up after um, Grand Prix drivers, there's Senna, Drive and don't know Anyway, right out north, that's where they started, but yeah right. they're down on McGill well, Road We'll go now. down there, because the guy so behind cool.
1: it I think he was, as I said, I said to Alan was, uh, he's pretty much the father of of drifting, of drifting. Australia. oh yeah, and absolutely, he spent a lot of time. With his, his, his and he used to Denzu write articles, yeah, and
0: he used to write a lot of articles in um, Fast Fours and Rotaries and all those magazines for years. And uh, they'd always do stuff on the, the latest gear they'd bought back
1: from Japan. And we can we get VIP entry to any nightclub?
0: <laughs> oh absolutely.
1: He's <laughs> got the deal. Yeah, um, <laughs> look, uh, yeah, uh, coming to that event, what was it? Uh, uh, uh,
2: Denmark's, Denmark's yeah. fastest car. What was it? Oh, is that what it was? What yeah. was it? A-
1: a- DHB, yeah. DHB. DHB. Yeah. There at that airstrip in the middle of the year, out near um, Lego Land. That was pretty cool. So yeah. it's a-
2: Look, it's, I think. It, I think it's a great tool to have, and it's something that that we we ourselves can be in charge of. And one of the requests I have so often by other people is, "Can I have a hot lap?" It, mm. It's the uh, it's the common uh, question that I get asked all the time. And so he and, points them to our podcast. So yeah. Oh, okay, exactly. I can all have a dollar every time you use a like, company name? <laughs> That's right. And uh, you know, I think by having a um, by having a drift car, it's uh, it's something that we can actually uh, use in, in that aspect as well because the thrill of of of, of driving like that, is, and and I guess you can do it uh, on most closed car parks and things like that. It's it's quite a a, a good
1: tool, and it's something that we'll definitely uh, definitely be using. Good. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a bit of fun. Yep. Mate, uh, look, absolute congratulations last week for picking up uh, a, yeah. a new title, the uh, Asian Le Mans champion, um, winning the GT2 category uh, after two uh, two very, very spirited races there at Akiyama Thanks, uh, boys. in Japan. Mm. It, that, as you say, three hours in a slow cab from Osaka Airport in the dark. Oh, we
2: didn't actually have a cab. It was Dominic and myself... Uh, Behind, He's a cab driver behind the, behind <laughs> behind the wheel of a of a very very fast Toyota whatever it was
1: called yeah right, um, Sora or something yeah mm. up spec. yeah yeah mate that's great and yeah because yeah, you, you've had a few drivers during the year um let's just recap your year in in Le Mans uh, series if that's okay um because you started off very well and you've had <laughs> several co-drivers, so that's been a bit of a change at uh, at Catalunya with uh, with Christian Montanari to get you actually your best result of the season was the third and then the rest of the year you've been switching between um, uh, Pierre Kaffer uh, and um, uh, and Dominic Farnbacher. Yeah I mean um,
2: you know the the, the Hancock uh, factory effort was put together a little bit late in the year and, and a lot of us drivers had already other deals uh, done at the time, so therefore it was going to be a, a, a matter of, of, of switching um, a little bit uh, throughout the year, and, and uh, it's obviously something that, that the team didn't really like, uh, you know, they wanted us to, to stay and, and do it, but, you know, they also understood that, that other deals were done at the time, and uh, as, as we ended up, you know, it was a mix between the four of us, uh, it, with Dominic, Christian and, and Pierre, and uh, look, it worked out, it worked out okay, but, um, you say yes. We we had a best result of third, but the, the the bottom of the line was we weren't better than third. Um, you know there was cars and you that also was took pole at Nurburgring. We took uh, pole at Nurburgring. Wonderful. And I saw yeah. the
1: chocolate cake. That was nice. Did you yeah. No, a piece was, of that? no, I didn't have a piece of that. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, no. I mean, it, it has it has been a hard year. Um, there's some very strong cars out there, and and uh, you know we're with the hand cooked tires, and it's a very new uh, development, and and we're not as quick. As as we are, we need to be to to win the European Le Mans Championship. Uh, it's, it's a very very simple fact. So it's not like we've been unlucky and and we've been on for winning because we haven't. But we're being good enough at sometimes for third. And and when we finished third in Catalonia, that was good. Um, when we raced at Le Mans, we were leading the, the GT2 class for a while. Um, so you know, it's about being at the right place at the right time. But but on outright speed, uh, there's a little bit still to to come. But um, last weekend in Okayama for the Asian Le Mans Championship, um, we'd come up with a, another new evolution of tyres, um, a very special um, construction on the tyres, which obviously I can't get into. Um, but that worked, um, and we we um, we took another step um, in qualify. Uh, it didn't work out because the tyres are still not quite fast enough uh, over a lap, and the window in win- which they work is very small. Um, but we're getting better in it every time, and 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 this time it was good enough for the win, so that was good. But we have to still continue work extremely hard. If I stay on with them for next year, we have uh, we have testing planned in December, January, and February um, uh, before the season starts. purely just to develop tyres. So by the time this season kicks off at Paul Ricard in in April. Uh, we should have some very good tyres, hopefully. But you know, Hancock is, is a very small company in motorsport relations. So you know, to go out there and and, um, and uh, deal with uh, with uh, Dunlop or fight against Dunlop and um, and Michelin, it's not easy. Um, so for them to 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 win the Asian Le Mans Championship in their first year of competing is a massive boost for them to go into the winter. And when they go back to the executives and, and, and needs the budget for the next year, uh, it's so much easier for them. Um, so it couldn't have come at a better time. And it's uh, it's very, very good and very happy for them. And, and, and in a couple of weeks time, I'll know if I stay on with them. And if I do, uh, it will be a, a very uh, a full-on program uh, where they are gonna, as well as doing the uh, the 24 hours of Le Mans, which was part of what we, we won for, uh, for winning the Asian Le Mans series was a guaranteed entry for the 24 hours of Le Mans. Uh, so it will be the 24 hours Le Mans, the European Le Mans series, the Asian Le Mans series, and the new add-on will be uh, the 24 hours of, uh, of Nürnberg ring. All right. So uh, pretty full on, uh, pretty full, full on, on program. And and before you 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 get allowed to, to hmm. do the um, the uh, the twenty four hours of Nurburgring, you have to do a couple of VLN races, which is basically long distance races uh, on the old Nurburgring, uh, which we'll have to do in the
1: in the in the Ferrari as well. So be big program and we're quite interesting. <laughs> Look. Um, I couldn't agree more, Alan. And the fact that hancock has gone on there into the European market to take on the big boys—that um, that's a massive, a massive achievement. Just to be able to to, to run at this, because like um, you know, Michelin, Bridgestone, Pirelli, and Dunlop have always owned that space. I just did a you know very very quick graph here that sort of shows the change in quality of the tire over over time during the year, and you can see that the Hancock Improvement has just been uh, enormous. I know they brought how many people to Le Mans this year? Uh, mind you, that the the effort was ruined by an errant piece of carbon fibre that punctured a, a radiator. So it wasn't a tyre issue uh, that was um, which was causing uh, the the downfall of that of that assault. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it, as you say. You know they have keep kept
2: improving all year, and and but but so they had to because uh, you know they started completely from scratch. And uh, but you know it wasn't a bad tire that we came out with at the beginning of the year. If it had been a bad tire, then we couldn't have had a podium in our opening race. But you got to remember that the other tire manufacturers is also developing all the time. The oh, thing great. with GT, the thing with GT two is that this is the only class apart from gt1 where you can go out and buy a car which is as good as it will get you because you you're not allowed to develop on the car and you're not allowed to do anything other than to adjust the adjustments which is on the car already so to find time and become better as a team you can only do it in the tires so therefore both michelin donald pirelli is also developing and they have a much 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 larger um Budget and also teams uh, to do it for them. I mean, we're still just uh, a two-car team. You know, there's a, there's us the Ferrari team and there's a Porsche team in the uh, Japanese Super GT. So uh, it's it's very small, very small effort, and um, you know, but this this you can't do anything else but but just keep keep at it and. Um, Winning the Asian Le Mans series will, will, will I'm sure, bring more budget to to, to what they want to do next year, which will then come back and help us.
1: Absolutely, and congratulations again. Yeah. Because, man, I just, we're, we're, we're all very pleased that this is... Uh, you know, you, you're you're pretty much finishing Andrew. off the... Uh, yeah. Finished, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you're boring, didn't it? like? Let's go tappanyaki! I won't be slaving you. But look... Uh, <laughs> but uh, you mentioned GT One, and I've been a bit confused because uh, I, I understood that, like, that pretty much, like, at Le Mans Twenty Four Hour this year, the uh, the ACO, the um, Automobile Club West, West uh had uh, said, uh, look, this is GT One is pretty much finishing. And the seven Retail Organisation has said through the FIA GT Championship, or rather, going into this new world concept that they had in two thousand and ten, perhaps the timing on their side it wasn't their fault by announcing that towards the two, end of 2008, you know, and then there was an economic downturn, That now appears that um, they're allowing the GT1 cars to compete again, or as um, for, the, for the viewers, uh, uh, called grandfathering in, uh, to allow them to continue running, uh, albeit some, uh, some upgrade kits. That must have upset downgrade. a few It people. will be downgrade, kits. Is that right? Will <laughs> they? Well, big, and, and that's that because the rest of the people will have upgraded everything. No, that's because it, the 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 I mean, the is there any point and and running, in running GT one?
2: It's because the, cons- the the new the new generation GT one cars are all newly produced cars, but they're produced at a low cost, and 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 rumor has it that it's about half the running cost of running a GT one, but. By cutting the cost as much as they've done obviously you're losing lap times and they're only just a little bit faster than the best GT2 cars at the moment so what they'll have to do in allowing the existing GT1 cars in is obviously they'll have to detune them.
1: Well wouldn't, so wouldn't in the, other words, the downscan- SRO be better off going and saying look let's run a world GT championship and let everybody play nicely together or is this a battle between the ACO and the SRO? ah <laughs> oh, you never know what the battle is all about
2: but what 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 they're trying to do is they're trying to they're trying to have gt1 gt2 and gt3 fia as three separate championships where at the moment you have gt1 gt2 running together and then you have gt3 as but is massively confusing it's not if for the for the for the for the, the motorsport p- viewers. Maybe it is, but that's probably they're probably symbolising simpli- it a fair bit now because they go GT one standalone in a world championship. It will be only for professional drivers. GT one.
1: Uh huh. So G- it's differentiated by professional drivers. There are no. There are no. So you have to have a license ranking like like a super license. Oh
2: uh, look! Not I, quite th- that.
1: You but. know, I don't know how he's actually going to do that because I think
2: the right the bottom line right at the moment is that. Who's going to do it? Who's got the budget and who's, who's got the, got the board, Who's got the budget because there's no manufacturer support.
1: So it's all good to say we only want professional drivers, but who's paying? And there's no manufacturer support because you've said, hey, this car's got no future, so we're dropping the development.
2: Yeah, but mm. then the, the whole point of the whole thing when they started out was they wanted new cars, they wanted to start from, from, from square, square one with new cars. So the new cars were going to be the Ford GT, the Lamborghini, and the uh, the Nissan GTR, they were going to be the new ca- the new cars, but they realised now they're so laid into um, into the whole thing that not many people are going to run these cars, and, and they, so they haven't
0: have, got enough field.
2: They haven't got a big enough field, so they will end up with too too smaller grid. And that's why they're now going into panic mode, because the, the, the World GT1 Championship is definitely going to go ahead. And since they've now split GT1 and GT2, that means GT1 must produce the numbers. So, how do you do that? Well, you can only do that by allowing in the old cars and making kits for the old cars to fit the new rules yep. but what you're doing is you're upsetting all the new teams who's invested their time I mean if you take for example in the Nissan Motorsport team they've taken a full year out just to test the new
1: GT- uh, Nissan car but and that's with the Gigawave the team that you drove the Aston Martin right. DBR9 in, G- in FIA GT last year to success
2: that's right and and that's with the new GTR and now people go oh GTR is a very quick car yes it is but the GTR that, that's used in GT1
1: is not with the same engine that's used in the Tarmic Rally, as we've seen here well, in Australia. Well, we, we, doesn't everyone assume they're a four-wheel drive car with a, 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 a big turbo engine, which is an evolution of the R34? I'm very sure everyone would expect that, but that is absolutely not the case.
2: Uh, the new the new Nissan uh, GT1 car is a V8 engine, which they've taken for the range of the Nissans, which the rule states that you must if you change the engine, and since turbocharged and four-wheel drive is not allowed in GT1, they would have to find a, G- a, a V8 engine from their 4 x 4 range, so they've actually <laughs> taken a 4x4 engine and developed into a GT1 engine. Is it a diesel? It's not a diesel. It is. A, it is a petrol. It is a petrol engine, and uh, they've spent a lot of time, a lot of effort in, in developing this car. And the same with the Ford GT1, which is uh, um, the Ford uh, Ford GT40. A lot of money has been invested, and a lot of time, and um, and and, and they have now got it sort of up and running. And now we're just about to start the new season. And the latest news is they say, right, let's uh, invite the Maseratis back in with the MC12, which but in fact, which in Sorry, fact, which in fact was was never allowed to drive at Le Mans. No, but now under the new rules, hmm. it is allowed because it so, was
1: too fat. It was too fat. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah, you, in wide. Now yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. well, the, the bottom line was it was never produced in an, it, in the right an, uh, amount of numbers to be a uh, uh, for road cars. That's why it was never allowed. The the number. It's not pro- it, of No, you have to produce. I think it's 300 uh, mm-hmm. road cars. I, I think that ah. has changed because I no, asked some questions it, recently it, about that. that, like, that and it it, of, it, that, That's why they're allowing it in it, 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 now. It's coming in under different rules, and it's been allowed in by the FIA, which is why it will now be allowed to race at Le Mans. But that was the whole reason why it was never allowed allowed. to come to Le Mans because it wasn't produced in in, in the right numbers of of road cars. But basically what you're ending up with, you're ending up with a lot of teams which is very annoyed because they see these cars coming back in, but as I see it, Stephane Rottel has no other option. And uh, if, he, if he stuck with his plans in running uh, just the new cars, I think he would have come to the first round with a maximum of eight cars. And I think by round two or three, the championship would have died. So I think he had no other option. And I think it's ludicrous to, to, to think people are going to go out and buy cars for sort of seven, eight hundred thousand euros when there is older GT1 cars available to be picked up for sort of three, four hundred. Um, and uh, I think that's that's basically the whole idea behind it and and you know it must it must succeed because it, it is uh, being taken upon as the FIA and they've been granted the world championship title to be given out so it must work well stay
1: tuned <laughs> because um, I'm sure uh, Alan will be uh, around to talk to us at, at probably our next show um, because he's hanging around he in, in our basement. And <laughs> we're on. <laughs> and drinking all the wine! And we're on the run up with you. Successfully, he's the same up. Classic Adelaide. All the wine. It's nothing. Classic yep. Adelaide, Adelaide run up. Do you need to do wee wees? Yeah. Oh, you're allowed to. We <laughs> do that while we will do tech. Alright, you guys all right. carry on for. We're gonna. Uh, don't trip over the tech. cable.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. With those. Um, and tricky leave the dog alone. Like
1: that. That's my dog. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's my dog now. Hello, Rust. Ever since Dog's oh, here, right. viewers. Tech time! Ever
1: since I gave him the yeah, sausage,
2: he's been my way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the eating sausage. Yeah, not.
1: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just Don't trip it. Fuck off. Right, OK. Tech time. Tech time. Tech time! Tech time! We'll come back to the idiot in a minute. Oh, mate. Listen, we've got a little bit to uh, to, to carry up, uh, carry on with. Carry on um, with? Uh, do you want to do a little bit of what's been updated? and It's not just Apple stuff. But no, uh, well, a of couple of weeks ago, yep. new 21.5 and 27-inch uh, iMacs IMAX. with uh, even uh, core i6 processors running unbelievable performance. Which is quad-core, yep. With, uh, with resolution greater than HD. <laughs> I can't wait to get one. Have you got one in yet? Because I've seen one of the 21.5s. We've I got, uh, uh, got rid of the first 27 today,
0: but it was only the 306. We haven't got quad-cores yet. Yeah, apparently they're not till uh, mid-November. Yep. And uh, the uh, the shipments of 27s are severely limited still at the moment. Uh, you know, like unless you're ordering batches of 30 or more, Apple don't really want to ship them to you. So... Uh, yeah well
1: that's because the i7 uses hyper threading and that allows basically, you know, two threads to run for each of the processes which effectively creates H vir- 8 uh, virtual cores. Now, mate, that's going to be so good for doing Final Cut Pro and oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. so looking for you to send me down my EVAL model with a copy of uh, Final Cut, fuck around, um, 11. Eleven. with all the bits and pieces associated. Final with Cut the, Studio. And 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 a mega amount of RAM. How much RAM can you put in that damn thing now? I think eight what, gig. I think. Ooh. So that'd be be sixteen. Sixteen, that's right. Yeah, sorry, you can go to sixteen now. Yeah. Uh, Also, the screen, mate, the screen's changed to sixteen point nine aspect ratio, as opposed to sixteen ten that I've got with my twenty-four inch. Yes. Which, uh, Alan, sixteen nine. Alan watched. Alan, yeah, it's a sixteen nine ratio now. But Alan spent the whole afternoon yesterday watching Race of Champions, you know, <laughs> taking six gigabyte off my monthly download. And oh, he just loved it. He goes, "I love this screen." And yeah, this, I bet he did too. Because he, there he was working on his Via, and it wasn't working. I <laughs> said, "The water. He goes, oh, this is much better." I said, sixteen <laughs> nine oh, is same size as the screen he gets on his uh, on his flight back first class. True widescreen." Yes, yeah, true widescreen. And is. you know, when you consider J P, that the twenty seven inch, which actually runs a higher resolution, I think it's um uh it's about 2560 or 2540 or oh, uh, uh, 2560 by 1440 yep and and full hd you know as we as we see it is is a 1920 by 1080 uh that means that the 27 inch iMac buddy is a good candidate to replace
0: your tv well it is i mean in fact it's a good candidate to hang on the wall somewhere to be a computer and a tv <laughs> if only apple made i made a, a a wall mount you can get wall mounts for it. It's got Visa. They've all got Visa, but you have oh, to pull the machine to it. apart to put Visa on. On the older models, they had a little credit card. Um, what would you call it? You could you could use the equivalent. It's actually an, a genuine Apple part, a six two two part, which is like a white plastic credit card that you can stick in the back where the hinge is And it used to take the actually the the stand off. You could pull the stand off, and then you could Visa mount from there. Uh, on these new ones, you can't do that anymore. You've actually got to pull the front off of the uh, off of the computer and uh, get into it from inside and put a visa mount on it.
1: Well, uh, I think that sounds like a a perfect uh, segue for us to promote your new power on infrastructure system. Ah, uh, is that right? Well, I don't know. Enough No, you got people that can do
0: it. And yeah, we crazy do. Easy hands. So if anybody wants. Uh if anybody wants a TV hung on a wall and it's a
1: change. It's change in in thinking uh, about the dogs. Is, the dogs is alert. Something's going on. It's, she's um, heard there well, could no, be a the car coming. We needs in, you know. more alerts. <laughs> uh, new, new kind of server, Mac Mini is now yes. on to, to Snow Leopard, um, two, using a server. Two five hundred gig hard drives. Very very cool and extremely cheap. So you need to have a look at that, uh, guys. MacBooks uh, have all and dropped girls. in price. Yep. Uh, well, MacBook Pros have all that dropped in. Price. On a whole new polycarbonate setup. a whole
0: new, uh, yep, with if a lead display. If you're used to seeing the uh, the white MacBooks that all the school kids use, a um, whole
1: brand new one of those. Uh, so that's all pretty cool. Apple's been pretty good uh, environmentally. Well, put it this way, they have very, very good marketing going on about telling you just how good they are. Well, they with, are because with, they got with, cane with, fairly. With, with with this stuff. Oh did they? They got caned
0: fairly substantially by Greenpeace about two and a half years ago and ever since that time, to- mean, it was very public and uh, ever since that time they've made it their mission basically to try and get more and more environmentally friendly to the extent that they are now leading the way in uh, in environmental friendliness. Uh, you know packaging sizes reduced, um, yeah. the amount of uh, things that are used on the logic board, no bromine, no, um, all of these nasty chemicals, mercury, PVC, uh, they're all gone. Uh, the glass that they use, you know, you've got these nice sh- uh, shiny glass screens on the uh, iMacs and the uh, MacBook Pros. What are we going to no get some of those matte the, screens back? No arsenic in the glass. So, uh, yeah, so they've Shell-share gone. Arsenic.
1: They've gone very, very, uh, very, very green. Well, yeah, I think that it's worth a look uh, a couple of other things just that sort of got under the radar that no really, nobody really knew well, Windows about. Windows 7. Uh, uh, Don't forget Windows 7. No, no we'll, we'll get on to that in a minute. But, All right. But um, uh, um, Apple TV 3.0, new operating system, well, rather new interface. Yes. We're taking advantage of the Apple TV operating system, um, full HD movies, and also allowing you to deliver your own content like through your uh, Mac. Yep. Or PC to an HD screen but it's just funny because you know you I said you, you're just gonna turn into a retail operation like Maya but you know you've had your finger on the pulse and you've come up with these new screens and we won't say the manufacturer but you, you pick them up at a very very good price with, with HDMI input the full uh, the full res are going I can see some uh, method in your cunning madness there. Well, that you, what you were trying to bundle up, now. and you see, exactly. you didn't tell, you didn't say, it, you, you kept it quiet from me, didn't you? Yeah, well, to, to sell those screens to bundle with um, the uh, Apple TV 3.0. Technology, and you know, um, you've got to look at the fact that Apple have, uh,
0: have taken a look around themselves now, and they've seen what you know a like, good hard uh, look at themselves. <laughs> <laughs> have they? What the pay TV channels are doing, and uh, with things like TiVo and uh, this new uh, thing with uh, with Fox, and, and you can uh, you know spool stuff off and start your download from your computer and feed it straight to your telly. And uh, obviously, they've got to compete with that. And so, you know, th- this is a logical way of extending that stuff. And what about this weird mouse what do you make out of that well we've it's got one of those and i've played with it and i'm not sure yet it, it,
1: it's going to be one of those things that takes a while to get used to for us because we've we've used traditional mice like i think that if no yeah. one has used them before then they don't have a frame of reference i well, think it'll be a really great year so for switches that is people who are new to the macintosh environment uh like uncle Alba, it's a good time you go, do you think I learn. should? i think i should really get a mac i went Look,
0: we've been trying to tell you, and you? you've got it right. Who is he? He's on the phone in there. I can hear him. He's all right. Viewers, owls off on the phone. Owls off. Owls off. Owls <laughs> off. So now the, ma- the mouse NASA's is good. Back. But if if any of you viewers have actually used um, you know a, a Mac laptop and you've used the the uh, touchpad and uh, and the, the finger gestures and all the rest of the stuff, that the this mouse is basically that
1: on a standalone item. JP, mate, I've got to to quickly put a a, a jumper on because I'm starting to get cold in here. you starting to get cold. Windows 7, what do you know about Windows 7? I don't want to talk about
0: Windows 7. I don't know anything about it other than it's been released. Yeah, I know, but I'm just trying to be, viewers, I'm just trying to be fair here that, you know, we go on a lot about uh, Mac technology and um, we need to be fair to the... uh, to the dark side and and give windows a bit of a push and from my understanding i mean we've got windows people on staff um, windows 7 is certainly a huge jump forward and um, it, it's it. uh it's it's put to bed a lot of the dramas that vista caused um, but in the you know in the same breath i suppose it's it's also created a few dramas of its own there have been issues where people are upgrading from xp in particular. Uh, where they do the install and the machine just goes into an endless loop of uh, trying to boot into Windows 7 and then going back to XP and then trying to boot into Windows 7 again. So, you know, it's not without its problems, but overall it's been well received, it's been well written up by the critics, and I've only seen it briefly, but it looks very nice. They've copied a few Mac things, like, you know, the dock has been copied in, I do not remember what they call it, you can drag your apps and whatnot into a little task task bar yeah, down the hop. bottom. Um, so, you know they're just thieves again. Yeah, well, partly thieves, but you know, nevertheless, if you're a Windows user and you have to use Windows, and you you know you don't like Macs or whatever, I reckon it's probably the upgrade that Vista should have been.
1: There's a, a couple of other things that I wanted to mention, mate. Um, that's right. Uh, that just the other day, uh, a, a gentleman. By the name of Martin Cooper has reared his head up, and uh, Martin has uh, actually come up to say, "Look, my no mobile phones are a little too complicated. In fact, they're far too complicated because they weren't meant to be like this. Because I'm actually the original designer." Of, of the mobile, the mobile phone. phone, who made his first call on April the 3, 1973 Is that Manhattan? right? And he said, listen... Was it in a box that he had to carry along behind him in well, a trolley? He was working for Motorola. <laughs> well, he probably <laughs> was. not they? Like uh, well, they built a car around it. Richard Branson has also been in the news lately because he's gone, look, I'm with this program, Flying Without Fear. And um, so what he's decided to do is provide an iPhone application Free, naturally, yeah. uh, with FAQs, video on uh, flights, relaxation, relaxation exercises, and a special fear of attack button to help people with breathing exercises. Well, download it for free. It's the new I Fear iFear. Get out And 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 Google Google has made some um, some, some inroads with redu- uh, releasing reducing releasing Android 2.0 operating system yes they have uh, man I, I had a look at a video about uh, contextual turn by turn um navigation yes. for phones and it would be you know you've seen Tom Toms and yep. Navmans and all that sort of stuff and yeah you can get the iPhone and you can get some Tom Tom stuff for it this is pretty cool because you could go and say alright Take me to the French Museum, where the 1991 Le Mans winning car is shown.
0: And it won't just take you to the museum; it'll take you to that spot within the museum so that you can see that. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. The but ride? what it
1: will know, what it knows, is yep. that it is at the Le Mans Museum at Le Mans. But right. you know, it could be as, 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 as weird as going. Uh, where is? Um, Cleopatra's tomb now right and it'll take you there and having the satellite view like you can in Google yes Google Earth or Google, Google Maps. Maps yeah spooky feel so not so no, so no, no you, you suddenly get a frame of reference about where you're going to anyway I oh, think looks really good and the uh, the new HTC droid phone yes looking good this has been a that is looking
0: of- good and I reckon the droids gonna be the nearest competitor to the uh, to the iPhone yeah um, and yeah. There's been lots of articles about so that, and they're comparing the, the two. So
1: you know. Now we'll get porcupine back, the Danish porcupine back in a minute. But oh JP, it's best we don't have any here because I think I what want do we need to do just quick do a quick rundown. Here. And I must say this thanks to Autosport.com because they did a very, uh, a very uh, um, you know, comprehensive uh, articles. And I'm just going to uh, sort of bring it down to a little bit of a timeline about how. Um, how toy turn the light on. Toyota. Please. Are you going yeah, blind? Party's going blind viewers. What did I say? Toyota what? Toyota Formula One. How they've made it. Timeline. How they've made the how they make, Look, that is a, such a sensitive market. They'll What? What? It's such a sensitive market here. They'll know what their microphone's on about.
0: <laughs> Shut.
1: <laughs> Toyota came into Formula One. Um, and uh, when they did, the manufacturer thought, look, you know, how long is it going to be before we win? Because you know, historically, we've already done that but they didn't and they did nine seasons of racing. Yep. Mere merely 13 podium finishes hmm. were achieved. I'll oh, come and sit around over here with you because oh. you have got the wine and and you're not, and you're, you're keeping it from me. <laughs> well in 2 <laughs> th- in 2000, yep. In 2000 um, they uh, they confirmed uh, their that entry into the sport in. on yeah, June, yeah. June oh, 30. And of course, when Alamirish yep. Well, Alamirish, we'd seen him down here just uh, for the race of a thousand years. saw him get a cake in his face? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> on
0: his birthday in the race of a
1: thousand years. Yeah, and Mika Salo was confirmed yep. as the driver. And uh, they were going to build a V12 engine, but then FAA said, look, look you're messing us around, so you have to go for a V10 uh, design. Yeah. Mate, uh, 2001.
0: 2001 I think or the first Toyota test car went out there um and Mika Salo uh, shook it down at uh, Paul Ricca I mean, He shook it down so, too
1: much because he had the huge right. at one hundred and thirty <laughs> miles five miles an hour um, and uh, and smashed the thing to pieces yeah. uh, and Gustav Brunner was uh, then brought in to join the the squad after um Onto the "I don't like you no more" was, chief was designer, given, was given because the <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you can't design a, mich- a car that won't crash. So there wasn't a track in the world they didn't go and test in after that, um, but they did did, did, did a, a heap of work. So and then in, in finally on the Dece- on in December, the TF one hundred and two was born, and they the said Mcnish, F1 you are race our car. first uh, race yep. driver. Yep. Well, uh, following year, January eight, to, Mcnish gave the the 102 a shakedown, and um, it was off the pace. That was a, 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 a bit of a problem, although it had impressive power for the V10 engine. Yep. And I don't know, mate. Uh, you know, like uh, team boss Ove Anderson said, it was saying on the uh, eve of the Australian Grand Prix. Look, we should be just. We should be doing good. But uh, the the boys, McNish and sala mate, fourteenth and sixteenth. That's the best they could do out of that. Um, yeah, but then they uh, it the, was the fact a, that only eight cars could race. finish. Only, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. The only the fact that only eight cars could finish. Yeah. Like they uh, they got, they got a point, and in their, yeah. in their yeah. debut. Play, so that. that so that's good. You know, viewers, that's the printing of pages because we yeah, made. Hardy's a cheating here. Of, no, we made a couple of notes. It's important, you know. Like uh, made a couple of points later in the Brazilian Grand Prix, but. Uh, you know, by the end of the year, like things were a bit smelly in the political yeah. operation. I mean, remember I went to Cologne a couple of years ago, and I almost looked like I was going to yeah, get, gonna get, gonna get yeah, there. Right, yeah. I cannot believe yeah. how large yeah. that engine uh, operation is. That uh, it's just—it's spooky how much money's gone into it. But uh, Salo and mintnish went, no, nah, we're not sure about this," so they—they um, they went, "We don't like you no more." That's right. the flick we'll, And he's we'll gone we'll off get to become the matter
0: and penis. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Demeter and P-
1: Panis. Oh, Oli Panis, but Oli had won Mo- yeah, in Monaco. Yeah, yeah, no, that would no, be he rude. Alright.
0: He was okay, the old he was good.
1: Yeah. English. Rudeness. Oh, well, you know, never mind. Right. 03, with the uh, the new TF1, uh, 03, Demeter and Panis uh, scored 16 points, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all right. Uh, and the following year, um, the same guys were into it and. Um, but the matter was uh, was given the flick mid-season. You know, he wasn't getting any results. Yeah. Ricardo Zona came along and uh, it, uh, unfortunately they finished 8th in the construction championship with oh, 9 points. No. It was absolutely they it well, awful. They? There's no doubt about it. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike get, Alan, yes. you've got to come back and talk to us about your V8 supercar career quick. And we'll, 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 we'll just finish this off because it's important. Uh, Yeah, Yano was signed, um, and then um, after he had a falling out with Flav, Flavia, who's coming up for a retrial. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Retrial, Retrial—is
1: that what you call it? (laughs) Have got a retrial? Yeah, blah, 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 2005, what happened, yeah, truly came back-to-back, back-to-back uh, back back seconds, yeah, yeah, Malaysia and yeah, yeah. Brazil.
0: Okay, and that was Toyota's involvement in Formula no, 1. No, we're be sensible. Oh, I am, Ben, this is boring. The viewers <laughs> will be bloody falling off their, falling asleep. Anyway, they're gone, it's all
1: downhill from there. They are. Alan, a great idea, John. Stop, but stop we didn't reading really notes. It, you know? Wait, uh, you're back with, or you've been back with Vodac, mate. That's right. You have. You've been dri- driving with Jesus.
2: I was driving with Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I did think when I had gone in the car that couldn't go wrong, but it When did. I got
1: in the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, okay, get mate. back on your regular seat, will you? Oh, All right. Well, I'll, get yeah. I'll, signal signal I'll get in, in the... It's just... I'll get in the... Audio. The audio
0: is... I'll get in the director's chair again, mate. Hardy had to come round here to steal some more
1: wine. Sorry, You
2: sit on your old tyre there again, mate.
1: Okay. Luckily, yeah. So you're back for Vodafone. What was it like to drive the 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 V8 supercar... From Triple uh, Eight, which you have a, a really good relationship for some weird reason. Um, <laughs> Roland Dane likes you. Um, two years it's down the, the track. Dane thing.
2: Yeah, it's the <laughs> Dane thing. It must be the Dane <laughs> thing. Um, no, it was great. You know, coming coming into a team like them is uh, w- w- to them is uh, is great. You know, they um, they they know their business uh, very very well, and they um, they are always very welcoming. Everyone uh, in the team, engineers. Mechanics, uh, logistics, and everyone—they—they—they're um, not nice to me. They are very nice to me, though. But yeah, <laughs> you might have annoyed them, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you might have enjoyed you, them. You, 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 you annoy, annoy most people, Johnny, so uh, it, it's actually, you only got, two, that? You only got two friends. That's us.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez, I didn't know you were. Oh. 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 Oh.
2: Viewers. Oh. Anyway, no, but it's it's always good to be back with Vertifone and... and uh, Stop that,
1: dogs. Stop it. Look, it's licking. Oh, it's, oh you've been having your hand on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's um, it's it's always good be good to back to them. Uh, but how
1: was the car two years
2: down the track from the last time you driven it? Honest answer, mate. I couldn't tell you the difference. To me, the V8s all the same. Holden's force make doesn't make a difference to us.
1: You know, we don't. It
2: hadn't evolved. We simply don't drive them uh, often enough to to uh, to feel the difference. And uh, you know, they 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 have this characteristics that that is just the same. Uh, to us use of ethanol, uh, ethanol any different from regular fuel Uh you know we don't have to uh, to drive that long before we can have another rest oh
1: but, <laughs> but you do have a greater opportunity to speed down pit lane <laughs>
2: that's right yeah i mean yeah, uh, james got a bit of a, a drive through he, he he um he selected second
1: gear and it, it, it goes over 40 in second but not not in uh, in first so how do you actually make the car stay under 40 Forty kilometres hour. I mean, a lot of people might go. Well, you don't have a speedo. I mean, is there a button that uh, that, that and and a, and a brake combination that forces the car to keep under that speed? As long as
0: you keep in
2: first gear. It's um, as long as you keep in first gear and 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 you have the you've hit the button as you as you as you pass the the, uh, the white line. You keep a throttle percentage of around twelve to twenty-five percent. And
1: uh, that shouldn't go over the uh, the, the forty kilometres an hour. But it's up to the driver to brake lower than forty kilometres an hour, or as close to forty as possible before the line.
2: Of course, I mean if you, if and you, that's tough. Uh, yeah. I mean that's you, you, It's almost to a stop because you're coming in at one hundred and fifty sort of thing. <laughs> so you just brake yeah. as hard as you can until the car nearly stops,
1: and just before it stops, um, you release the brake, you hit the button, and, and off you go. So there's obviously that. Yeah, that getting that right because the change is so great could 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 be you know a second here or a second a couple there. of
0: seconds on in and out yeah yeah
2: absolutely and and um, you know once you 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 do that a lot driver changes and things like that
1: you you tend to master that better than others and uh, it's time to be made everywhere well you got uh, a very good start um, as I, I saw out the window from the media center um from um, midfield uh and mate um avoided the the dramas at the first corner at, uh, at Hell and within a half a dozen laps you were running third in the field to be fair I mean uh, there, there were a few pit stops uh, coming in because the the weather was changing and everyone needed to get off uh, off the wets and onto drives but nonetheless you know, you, you, the, the pace of the car was good and you it was it was clear that you and uh, and and Jesus could match the uh, Jason uh, <laughs> yeah Jason
2: James, 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 Thompson, James, Tomo. Thomas, Tomo Thomas. 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 <laughs> that's it. That's the name. Uh, yeah, I mean it's not has just he an done any has he driven before anywhere?
0: <laughs> <laughs> only in only in, in only the <laughs> world touring <country>. guards,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, not quite. He needs a haircut. He Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: He's
2: got a he's, <laughs> he's got he's a high girlfriend. Oh,
1: he? He? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's he raised a ladder never and a lot He does raise the Lada,
2: a lot um, we had a bit of an, we had a bit of an insider joke at Verdefern at, 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 uh, and, and James brought his larder cap along and Roland thought it would be great if um, if uh, if uh, the, um, the the more what would you say unlucky person on the day would have to wear the larder cap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, a, f- a few, pe- few few people had to wear it. Um, I'm very lucky that I didn't have to wear it. So uh, when I uh, I came to Okayama last weekend and I saw um, uh, James Thompson in <laughs> not only his larder cap but also ladder t-shirt, ladder sweatshirt, and ladder jacket, he have, must have done something really, really wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you go in the race. Ah, uh, look, the larder broke down, but uh, you know, uh,
1: but we if might. The you know, was working, you could go to the larder and John, have a yeah, steak. John, what I always
2: say is, we might. You know, we might all be laughing here, you know, but when he goes to the to the bank at the end of the year with sort of five hundred grand plus euros, <laughs> um, you know, he's the one laughing. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> so
1: what? Uh,
2: so no, it's um. You know, he was a great co-driver. He uh, he did a good job for his first time there. Um, a big, a difficult learning experience. For him. Huge, 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 especially the car. Yeah. I mean, and and he accepted Carpeting. that. And and uh, but no, it's um, it was uh, it was a good experience for us. And and you know, luck wasn't on on our side this year. And uh, some of the calls that was made uh, during the uh, the race were probably not in our favour. And uh, yeah. Uh, you know those things happens and um, you know this year, I don't think we had quite the uh, the the the, uh, the speed uh, as Vodafone cars have had this year. They've sort of been, um, you know, the cars to 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 count on all the time, and and even Jamie and Craig wasn't really the fastest guys up there this year. So uh, a little bit of work to be done, and and uh, but no, it's um, from my point of view, we we got to go in there and do a good job, and and uh, you know, I try to do the best I can every time, and and get a lot of respect from the people, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I was happy to be back again this year. Obviously had to miss last year due to due to raisin. Um, we'll see what happens next year.
1: All right, switching to British GT uh, before we wrap it up. Alan uh, third outright for the the championship. Uh, you supported Hector Lester, UK driver, very very well. I had to miss the Knockhill round for Le Mans 24-hour. Clearly. Um, it was um, it was a title for you, for your for you to be taking, and um, uh, for not uh, not the first year, uh, Auto Sport magazine, um, the probably the premier magazine uh, in in uh, the world in motorsport, has um, acknowledged you as the best driver in the championship.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's good to be uh, to be to be uh, voted the best driver again. Uh, you know that I've been voted. There are the only best... four.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is it they say? They bring you up, they take you down. They bring you up, they take you down. No, it's um, ah, it's been a good year. Uh, you know, going into the uh, to the last round of the championship, Hector was one point off the uh, the lead in the championship. Hector's my my co-driver in, in British GT. Um, reason why we weren't on equal points was because I had to miss uh, miss one round, as we touched on earlier. Um. But, uh, you know, to go into the last round, one point off the lead it's a fantastic uh, result for him, it's good for me, and, uh, uh, you know, we finished the first race in third, and we won the, the, uh, the second race, and, uh, funny enough, we, uh, we came out uh, exactly the same point situation as in uh, the other boys won the championship, Hector lost the championship, came second, one point from the lead. And um, I've ac- accumulated not not enough to to come third. So uh, good good year. I always love doing British GTA, It's a, it's a diff- different different um, different atmosphere because you uh, you it, it's a it's a it's a very pro am championship and. Um, uh, it's great to to, to to drive and and um and I really enjoy it.
1: That's, that's something something that should probably be explained because yeah you know as I write some of the the press stories for you that you know Alan left, was at the front and then came back and there like after um or rather drove to the front and then Hector would get in the car and sort of drive backwards in the field and, and it was almost it, to to others it would say geez is this Hector guy any good. But it is a pro-am race, and so you have A, B, and C class drivers. You can't pair A and A's together, and and so people need to appreciate that Hector, as a as a an amateur driver, is actually a very very good driver still in his own right.
2: Yeah, I mean Hector ha- has a has a huge. Um, um uh, experience within motorsport and, and uh, yeah it's a pro-am championship so it means that wealthy businessmen who has a great love for cars and uh, and racing can can go out pick professional drivers and race with them but not just race and finish where they would normally come if they raced any other thing, sort of 14, 15, 16, now they can actually go out and win because they, they race and they get paired up with other professional drivers and every single pairing in the championship is in the same situation you know everyone has a professional driver where we sometimes hit trouble is if uh two young drivers what i call up and coming drivers so which really should have been in sort of uh, gp2 uh formula Three kind of thing but it has sort of run out of would you say the enormous budgets that you formula three requires the so sort of four five hundred thousand pounds to do it in england go well i'm out of formula 4 now or formula renault and i can't make the step to formula 3 or gp2 so what do i do well i go gt racing and because they're not known yet as drivers the teams require them to bring the budgets so teams will then put two of those up and coming drivers together, which in fairness is maybe only sort of half a second to a second off the times of the real good professional drivers. And they then end up with a stronger package than what we've got, because the typical sort of gentleman driver, amateur driver is about three seconds off a a professional driver. And uh, that is one of the things that Stefan Rattel for the new championship next year will try and um, going back to GT1, GT2, GT3. He's gonna He wants those kind of young kids, as he called them, to uh, do G, G, uh, the uh, GT2 class. He wants to try and push them away from GT3 because what's happening is those businessmen drivers, they just get fed up with those young kids because what also happened since
1: I'll be back with us,
2: what
1: <laughs> The phone's ringing. Oh, you know, that's, he's, so. he's made an offer on the drift car and I heard him out there bitching and moaning, JP, that he was... Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to he's accept said, his not, low I'm offer. Pay, I'm not paying that mate. so I'm right. not paying that. Hey, so there you that. go. Uh. Well, while he's gone, Just a quick aside, because we're going to have to wind up soon. We're sick of him. we have got a lot of classic
0: Adelaide stuff, so we can do that next week. But just just one thing that's really getting up my nose at the moment. Mm -hmm. For those viewers in South Australia, there's been a big push-on over the last few weeks for a motorsport park to be built at Port Adelaide. And the state government here said that they were going to give the land to build the motorsport park on. Um, to the guys who wanted to build it because you've got to bear in mind viewers we haven't had a decent drag strip here since the demise of Adelaide International uh, drag racing going back at least three years now Um, and so they got this land and it was all mapped out and they were going to develop a motorsport park it wasn't going to cost the government any money at all except for the land but now the government's reneged on the deal and there's all sorts of things going on at the moment there's nice car stickers you can pick up um, if you uh, do a bit of uh, research on the web just Google uh, Adelaide Motorsport Park Um you can, uh, you can grab yourself a car sticker and they're, they're basically saying look, you know I'm a drag racer and I vote or whatever whatever well so that's all well and good but the government's based and even despite two weeks ago they had a big uh, gathering on the steps of Parliament House um, and a lot of motorsport people were there and the government's still been totally quiet on it and then suddenly today there's news that there's a motorsport development opportunity for the former Mitsubishi tra- Test Track which is up at Talem Bend. Well you're a good political K's, assessor of this stuff. 100 kilometres away from Adelaide which I think sucks. Is you a wind-up? Just... No it's not a wind-up, it's like the government going well alright let's, let's have a look here. We've offered them this land which isn't far from town and then we've actually pulled the pin on them because we've worked out we can make more money using that land for something else they've put a protests on the steps of parliament house how can we appease them so what the government's very cunningly done is in the background they've gone to all the major motoring uh, organizations like motorcycle in south australia the sporting car club and cams and said look what about we're not going to give you that land down at uh, we're not going to give those blokes that land down at uh, down at port adelaide scumbags mitsubishi's pulled the pin and their test track the mitsubishi test track up at tailam bend which is a pretty bloody big facility I have to say with a lot of bitumen already down and fencing and all the rest of the stuff. What it's like Lang Lang or Yao yeah, Yu Yeah it is. And, yeah, and, uh... yeah. What if we gave you that and suddenly lo and behold it's all a big big news, big news and um,
1: interesting the people the sporting, behind
0: it too isn't it. The sporting car club of SA is behind it um, and interesting Lynn punchin's uh, spokesman for that and Lynn's uh, a well known uh amateur sports car driver down here in Adelaide who also used to be um, if you know KWP who the advertising who agency, the
1: yeah, he was Clips of he 500 He's function, the, he was the uh, P Killy, in the Killy KWP. Killy Killy with him he Indeed. And, um, so, yes, and mm. also it seems to be that the um, Mike Drewer and Penny Gordon who yep. are the media directors behind Clips of 500 are uh, behind it which are also part of the um, And who are good mates with Lynn Punchin. Are yeah, fancy well, that. You know, it does seem a little jobs for the boys to me. Um,
0: yeah, Look, well, you know, let's not let's not delve into it too deeply. I mean, um, we wish them all the best, and we're we all do. And like I think it's great. Hey, if we get another motorsport venue, I think it's fantastic. But I just still think that it sucks that the state government reneged on its original offer to get somewhere closer. I don't want to be driving a hundred kilometres up the friggin' main highway just to go motor racing on a weekend and have to drive all the way back when I could be driving.
1: 25 Ks down to Port Adelaide. Do you think that our uh, media passes for Clips of 500 will be uh, uh, disallowed now from a comment like that? <laughs> no, probably In the no. free speech domain? I would hope
0: not. And finally, viewers, on this, uh, on and, tonight... I've and got the s- Labourthel Grand Prix, my Yeah, well, oh, that's true, yeah. We've got to remember, we've said very little about it this year because International Paulie's been uh, doing uh, his Patron Highcroft thing. And congratulations to Patron Highcroft um, on on their championship. Um, But Super League Formula, it's the final round of that this weekend. And, of course, we won't get any coverage at all unless you've got a TV that picks up European uh, programs. Um, Remember, what do you do all day is going to be driving again? Exactly. Well, Borday is actually—he could technically—he's won the last two rounds, Sebastian Bortey, one hundred million, and he could technically win it this weekend. Now that's What's the you championship. Know, for, yep. Because remember, there's only six rounds in total, and he's had two brilliant results, um, and so we've got to hope. Well, Mitchie's got a hope, PLM, because he's a Liverpool supporter,
1: <laughs> that Valles will yeah, win for Liverpool. Yet. So, there you come go. Come on, we're going into the okay. longer show. Oh, you're back. no? Sorry, viewers. No, that's... Oh, you're back. You know, Al's just ignore him for a minute. Oh, no, no, well, I'm finished. Yeah, we oh, so,
0: we've just so keep your fingers crossed that Valets wins for Liverpool. There you go. Right, Okay, E-form, we'll finish
1: right. with uh, British GT. Okay, what do you do? What do you fucking do, are you? Mate, I've just come to, uh,
2: to basically say uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, I'm about to go.
1: Oh you're Wonderful. doing classic okay. Adelaide. Oh
2: that's right. I'm and we'll talk about Adelaide that well. next week. Yes. Okay. Okay. Give, so quick, next week.
0: give
1: the viewers a quick cuz you're here a few days early apart from I everyone. Mean, yeah, we're, we're going to rec- do we're
2: going to rec- do wrecky and uh, and gear up for uh, for uh, the uh, the classic Adelaide but uh, look I'm I'm back driving the uh, Mitsubishi Evo 9. I think it'll be a tough one now with all the GTRs and all of that in um, in the category but uh, look uh, we'll touch more on that on the uh, next show. When will that absolutely we? you're, you're away
1: all next week for five days, so I suppose when you're on your return we'll uh, we'll have a lovely dinner of, of chicken and seafood for you. I and love so chicken and seafood.
2: All right, he he thanks hates viewers.
1: viewers. <laughs> good night, viewers. Beef and lap. Go and buy another drift car.
0: <laughs> he's going to right <laughs> now. He's off. All right, viewers. Well edge. thanks again. He's here. He, he is. he's gone. He's he's out of here. He must have had a phone call. Maybe the offer he made on the drift car came through.
1: <laughs> hey, it would have been too
0: low. <laughs>